Philadelphia. Hello, everybody. We are live from the Henry James Saloon. And for everybody that's been tuning in, God bless you for, man, oh, man, what a just tale of two halves type of football game, which we have plenty to get into. There's people thinking maybe uh, Jalen Hurts should have been benched. I'm thinking Miles Sanders should have been. We were kind of proven right with Kenny Gainwell going down in this one. There's 45 seconds left on the clock here as we're starting the postgame show. But uh, Vince Quinn, who is dressed up like a priest, it is time to read the obituary uh, for your New Orleans Saints here today. And, you know, I mean, we, we everybody in the city said this. We've said this. Everyone else, if you couldn't beat this banged-up Saints team with no starting tackles, you don't have Alvin Kamara, Trevor Simeon starting and helped out big time as uh, we see an onside kick go for uh, an easy recovery to the most paid man, Dallas Goddard. Um, why don't I feel as happy as, as this 40-29 score indicates? That's where I'm at. Uh, but I'm enjoying yeah. that this is a playoff run, that we're going to get one. And uh, just your overall thoughts on this one here, Vince. Yeah, Quinn. I'm going to be super geeked out on Tuesday. There's no question. <laughs> I, I'm going to be geeked out on Tuesday. But for now, it's just like it's a sense of relief. You know what I mean? Like this game was so out of hand by yeah. the start of the second half. We're like, this is so over. They're going to have like 45 points by the fourth. They'll be rolling. Gardner Minshew's going to play for the whole quarter. Like, we were so over the whole game already. And then what do you know? Like, the, the Eagles take their foot off the gas. The Saints don't quit. And mm -hmm. they make it a football game. And you know what? It's a, on some level, it's a credit to the Saints. They got veterans everywhere, all that veteran leadership. You know, guys like Malcolm Jenkins, who I don't know if you know him. He's pretty damn good. Pretty good. And pretty good a, in this game, too. He had a too. great game for the Saints today, too, by the way. But all those guys kept on fighting with the Eagles. Young head coach, young defensive coordinator, young quarterback. Offense looked confused at times, and the Saints worked their way back into this game. But yeah. I'll tell you what, John. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yes? The New Orleans Saints are going to be marching to their vacation homes at the end of December. All right? It's over. We're taking that playoff spot from them. Good luck, fellas, because we're the sixth seed. That's where we're going to be heading. We got that tiebreaker over them. So we're, I'll tell you this. I'm guaranteeing it right now. The Eagles are a playoff team. It's guaranteed right here, right now. It's happening. I can't say that after today. I thought this was going to be so easy to convince, and the score even indicates it, 40 to 29. It's over, it's over. But, I mean, this was a blowout in field goals and defensive interceptions for touchdowns. You know, I don't want, the, I don't want to escape that throughout the, this entire postgame. I'm pumped up. Like, I'm, I'm just caught between two places yet again where Jalen Hurts looks spectacular. The game plan looks spectacular. Um, they basically put the – you said – they, they held their uh, foot up off the gas for almost 28 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's they a, did. That is a long time to not have confidence in Miles Sanders, who fumbled the ball and got this game back into, uh, or got that got them right back into the game when it was supposed to be 14 nothing. And just like you said, I, I, I'm coming out of this game saying you shouldn't have had Kenny Gainwell inactive. Miles Sanders pretty much is, I'm, I'm done permanently with him in terms of him being any type of feature back or whatever. Why can't I get there? Am I alone? Am I alone in this? Like I should be ecstatic for a forty to twenty-nine win here, but this is this this just took forever. It was sloppy, and there was a point in this where like, oh man, maybe they can get back into it. I'm just happy that it's done and over, to be honest. Yeah, no. Uh, Sean Payton did some terrible coaching at the end of that game. I mean, he had made a monster mistake going to kick that field goal, which didn't do anything for the Saints whatsoever, and that's how that helped the Eagles really escape with this one. But as much as there is negativity, because the offense was, I mean, lost. Lost. Yeah. 
Jalen Hurts, broken plays, totally indecisive about things, was doing those weird, terrible slides. Like, he just couldn't, he couldn't slide. He was just like, it was like, what was happening here? So everything was really scattershot for a while there, yep. and that's what's terrifying. If they were just lackadaisical, that's one thing. They were confused. Yes. I mean, in Dallas, the red zone, yes, again. Uh, yeah. Dallas Goddard wasn't catching passes. Like, there was a lot back of bad drops. stuff yeah. Yeah, on third down on one of them. Like, there was a lot of bad stuff that was going on. So it was scary. It was scary for a while there. But here's what I'm thinking at, okay? You just took the best run defense in football yep. by a mile. By a mile. You dominated them for most of this game. I mean, you had oh, oh you had two hundred and like eighty yards by halftime. Ridiculous total, yeah. and, and most of that was on the ground. I mean, to be that dominant against the defense that has been that dominant all year long, you're going to run against anybody, oh, anybody yeah. you face the rest of the way, including the playoffs. Because again, they're going to the playoffs. They are. They they're, are. They are going, going to the, the playoffs against anybody. I just don't know if they're. I don't know if that run we're expecting is is, is going to be there. And yeah, Ryan chiming in here, saying saying the exact same things. And in, in, in uh, back in Vince, up the O line mauled the best running defense in the NFL. Let's not forget that that they do have the best one of the best running lines in the NFL. And I'd, it'd be hard to compete with anybody in the league. And I don't disagree. And my God, Jordan Mailata is an absolute freak of nature. Just. You know, the leadership that you saw from him today, phenomenal. Lane Johnson, same old Lane Johnson. Jason Kelsey getting to the second level. Nothing much really changes here uh, at all. Uh, Kyle Newbeck pointing out the Eagles game went right into the highlight package of Justin Jefferson going for 169 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns because no one's allowed to enjoy things around here. And that's what I'm saying. You're getting all these, like, smack in the faces and on top of that the Vikings beat the Packers today. So it's just going like, man, I love this idea of yeah, now they found their identity, which Vince has been like trying to find since week one, uh, three, four, five. I don't know. We, yeah. we, we finally got there. They're a running team. Great. But if you're a running team and telling me that it's all based on Miles Sanders, a banged up Jordan Howard now, yeah. Boston Scott, and an inactive Kenny Gainwell where you can only have three guys, this can't be a running team still. You know, you would, you would expect like some progression of okay we trust Jalen Hurts to throw a little more than 21 passes or 22 and we're in that same pocket again I guess that's fine I just why I, I'm not opposed to this team being a running team in the playoffs it's I just don't think you can do that well they, week in and week out you're not going to be able to do this I don't believe well here's the problem right is no they, they are a running team and you can be a running team the problem is they have nothing passing wise nothing I mean, and I don't think that's all on QB either. No, a lot it's of it not. was. Some of it was today, for sure. It always there's always some part of the game that's on Hurts, but not getting open is what I saw a lot of it. Today. Yeah, no. Well, guys aren't getting open. They're not running the like the basic things that work that we know work that make so much sense. Uh, the crossing route to Devontae Smith. <laughs> he had two guys. They had two guys set a pick for Devontae Smith. He's wide open in the middle of the field. Easy pitch and catch. Plenty of yards after the catch for Smith. They run it once. Yes, once. Like, and then go back that? to Dallas Goddard only towards the end of the game. It's just I I I, I think they have an identity, and I there is no doubt about it that I would ha rather have them come out running now. I mean that's just established for whatever reason. Yeah. Co coach Hurts isn't there, whatever. But it's it's not enough, and you're going to end up in games like this, especially if you're going to rely. If if this is switching philosophies, and you're going okay, in which we'll get into Jonathan Gannon here in a second. You guys all saw that today. I mean. Look like a completely different defense as well. So I don't know if you can set yourself up where 
this is suddenly a defensive team that runs the football, that its job is to shorten the game, kill the clock, and make sure Jalen Hurts doesn't throw them more than 25 passes. Is that what this team is now? Yeah. That's no. not a playoff team to me. No, that's exactly what they need to do to be a playoff team. Like, Hurts is not a guy that can throw it 45 times a game. We know that. We've seen that. The problem is you need some level of passing game that's consistent. They don't have any of that. It, it's Goddard for a quarter, and then he goes away for two. It's Devontae Smith for a catch here and there, but it's not a regular thing. They tried to work in some of the bubble screen stuff again at the end of the game. Yeah, it did. worked a little bit, and the then it didn't at all. The tunnel screens were nice, too. I like that. And so, like, it, it's just one of those things where you want easy, consistent, reliable stuff. Throwing a ball to the running back out of the backfield, for yeah. example. You know? Like, they don't do that, really. They don't have that. And so when you have no passing game he's to rely on. Today. He was inactive today, Vince. Well, and, that's, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe you need more gain well in your offense to help help round some things out. But for now, man, I mean, passing-wise, that's the concern. That's why they're not a yep. very good team. They're an okay team. And I would, even say, I would even say they're like, they swing from, like, okay to bad. But, like, the Philadelphia Eagles treating this out as Kyle Bennett is handing this over to me right now. We pounding the rock to the tune of 242 yards, making it the fourth consecutive game that we've gained 175 yards on the ground. That is our longest streak since when? What year, Vince? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a guess. Uh, it is before 1990. I'll just say that. Okay, I'm gonna say 1949. Ooh, 1950. Oh, since 1950, man. the Eagles have uh, five consecutive games. In five consecutive games, have never run this much since 1950. That's not a play. That was team. when Barney was coaching the team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barney loves this. Yeah, yeah. If it, it, uh, Taylor typing in, is this the most Eagles type of win in the year, feeling invincible than completely vulnerable? Yes, that is the identity of this football team. No lead is ever safe. You're constantly going to be puckering up your butthole because you're not sure when that when that thing is going to break open. Uh, the butthole, or yeah, okay. I don't know either one. Your butt crack, your butthole. We gotta we gotta figure out where that ends up going. But uh, I tell you where uh, I, I just I just don't see. How you can keep this up for a sixth game? I mean, I take that back. I totally take that back. That was your last strong running defense that you would face, right, until you get to Dallas. So you've got the Giants, the Jets, Washington, the Giants again, Washington, Dallas. I have that right? Check me if I'm wrong. 215-509-5833. So maybe I'm wrong. You can do this for seven games. I just don't know what you do when, once you're in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like, if, but if they get to the playoffs and it's playoff experience and all that kind of stuff, you take it for what it's worth. I mean, this is a, a first-year head coach that we thought wasn't going to make it the year. I mean, yeah. we were asking ourselves at some point kind of seriously of, is this team so bad, is he so bad, that they hired him to lose on purpose? Okay, like, that's where we were yeah. a month ago. Yep. And now we're talking about the playoffs. Like, it's, it's crazy how this season has changed, but... They're a respectable football team that's not a great football team, yeah. and that's okay for this year. I think that's okay. I And they're respectable in a sense that their quarterback isn't. Well, how do we feel about that? Like, to me, Jalen Hurts is running back one this year, and that's a good thing to I, – I, I don't I don't think it, we should be taking that away from him. We don't say that enough, and I'm clearly one of uh, Jalen Hurts' biggest fans, but we can all say, like, this passing game is, is clearly not there. Uh, yeah. And like I said before, there were some people that always are be like, hey, is it Gardner Minshew time because he can't really take any of this stuff. But his legs have been phenomenal. Has he passed 80 yards almost every single time that he's 
Had a game? He's in the ballpark of it. somewhere I around mean, there? Uh, Hurts has been averaging like 56, I think, per yeah. game for a quarterback. That's amazing. Like, that's a really great mark. So he's been the engine that's really made this all go. And it's a beautiful thing to see from a rookie or essentially rookie quarterback, yeah. you know? So you have that. You can build on that. But it is the passing stuff. Some of the stuff, like his pocket management today, really all bad. over the place. Really bad today. Yeah, I mean, like the first quarter, he was super sharp. Everything's great. Second quarter, he's like, all right, I'm going to step up. I'm not going to step up. I'm going to step up. I'm and it's, it, on I'm the same play. It's yeah. like, dude, just get the ball out. Do something. You know, commit to something. But he was absolutely frazzled and all over the place. So he still doesn't quite have that confidence yet that we want. Mm -hmm. Like even the Denver game last week, you could say he was great. And for a while, he was. In the second half, he didn't really do anything, and he almost got picked. And then he did get picked. So... It's, it's just the ups and downs of the Jalen Hurts experience, and you hope you see more upside. But today, I thought it was a little, it was a little down, but he was – no, no, actually, I'm taking that back. He was clutch at the end of this game, yeah. and that's really all that matters. Yeah, well, and, and Ryan's saying what I'm thinking. 34 touchdowns. I don't give a shit where they come from. I don't care if they're in the air or on the ground. The Eagles' offense, obviously, in the beginning of this year, was trying to make it so Jalen Hurts would fit into what we think. Again, we've totally been right about everything this whole year. Nailed it. But, uh, you know, in an air raid system, you're going to throw a ton. That's what they came out and did. And then suddenly went like, we are nowhere close to being able to run that type of offense. Let's use Jalen's legs. Let's incorporate that into the running game. Let's make Jordan Howard. And the Miles Sanders injury made it easier. It just made it easier. You know, it's, it's just it, there was a good flow to it. And. Every time that this offense tries to put something new into it, it seems like it's disrupting where Jalen Hurts' legs can take you during this year. I, I, I like, I'm, I'm with everybody. At the beginning of the week, you even heard me admit this, like I didn't think the, the radio caller aspect of, ah, oh, you, can't, you can't ruin this, this running back rotation. You can, you can, because we forget that Jalen Hurts is a part of it always and if it's disrupting him i don't want anybody near him that's disrupting that including miles sanders and, and the rest i think he's done a phenomenal job given the context of what he's what who he is and what he's been asked to do well he has no wide receivers either to speak of outside of smith he's got nothing and it's really nothing not outside of smith no uh, what is quez watkins is he really like no, he's Quez isn't he's any burner. good. He's just a burner. Okay, but he's not even getting you a catch in some of these games. I mean, Quez, Quez totally doesn't exist most of the time. Neither does Jalen Rager. D yeah, Quez Watkins exists more than Jalen Rager. Well, Tavon Austin okay. exists, more, exists more than Jalen Rager, and I'd rather have Tavon Austin at this point than Jalen Rager. I would, too. Uh, one of them's actually been in the NFL for a long time. Even though he's a role player, he's done it. Rager's <laughs> going to be out of the league in two years at this point. So Feels like it. Good luck with that. But... For all the things he doesn't have around him, I'll say this for Miles Sanders. He ran straight today. He hit the hole. That's like that's a big step up for him. <laughs> it is. I know it's it's embarrassing, <laughs> but that's he that's been our biggest criticism, both of us, right? That's that's been the biggest knock. He doesn't hit the hole. Now he's hitting the hole. Does he stay with that? He fumbled today, so that's the problem. He fumbled twice in this game. That's devastating. That first fumble was devastating. Big and time. he should have gotten credited for that second one, and the refs blew it. And we're so lucky on that. But Miles Sanders was at least hitting the hole. Can he continue to do that against worse running stopping teams? He could have some big games the rest of the way. Oh, definitely. And I and this is against the division. Like, I can't wait for just Jalen to go out and be Jalen. 
Um, and I think they're going to have tremendous success against the Giants, against Washington, and the, and the rest of the division right until they get to uh, the Cowboys. And we're watching that here live at the Henry James Saloon, where we've been uh, the entire game. And hope you can come out for the playoff run itself because, I mean, it's just, it is basically nothing but wins throughout this. That's one confident thing I will be able to say, no matter how sloppy, no matter how first half, second half this team gets, we should be getting a little excited now. Yes. You know, like, it's I, I, this Eagles team is not going to come out and dominate the entire playoff run and be like, oh, wow, we were really, the Eagles were way better than we thought they were. But like everybody's been saying, you've been saying, the identity's there. There's the, the blooming flowers, all of that. The next couple of weeks, they should absolutely run over their next three opponents. Yeah. So uh, being being at uh, that uh, what end up putting them at uh, eight wins right after that, right into the last three games of the season, kind of makes it feel pretty good. You got a buy, got a buy in there between there. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, God Almighty, what a what a terrible just everything. Five and six, five and five. The San Francisco wins today. Carolina loses today, uh, and. Uh, obviously helps that New Orleans lost today. Minnesota wins today. So, like, my only problem is just after all this. I feel great about uh, getting into the playoffs, the opponents that they're going to face. Um, there you go. Uh, Giants, Jets, by Washington, Giants, and then uh, uh, Dallas after that. I just don't um, – I don't think they can beat Minnesota. I don't think you can beat the Saints twice once they actually have a healthy quarterback and – you know, their tackles and everybody in there. Do you think they can beat a playoff team once they're there? Because I still do not. Yeah, I don't see why they can't beat Minnesota. I, but they're not going to play Minnesota is the unfortunate right. thing. I right. mean, you're going to play Tampa. You're going to play the Rams, the Cardinals. Might play Dallas here. Uh, Dallas. Yeah, It'd like have to be weird, but it's possible, yeah, I think. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a lot of really good teams at the top of the NFC. So, it, it, But there's like four or five of them, and then it's everybody else. I mean, there's just a whole gap. So... It's just who do you get, and can you get lucky enough to steal a game, and we just get that. You know, if they get a playoff win this year, well, like, we're going to party. We're going to party so hard. See, and I don't hate them against Arizona either, Taylor. I, I think it's one of – and plus, it'd just be fun. Seeing Zach Ertz in a playoff game against the Eagles would be really interesting That would be fun. fun. I, I'd, I'd be down for that. Um, they, Yeah, they could beat a, a team like the Cardinals, somebody that's a little more inexperienced and, you know – Someone's going to say it, so I might as well. When it gets cold, you like to run the football. And when they're running a football, that's their number one thing that they've been a part of. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel confident. But I'm going to enjoy the next few weeks, and I hope uh, you do too, just like we've been enjoying all of this liquid death that's in front of us today. It's been keeping us hydrated through almost four hours worth of broadcasting. Uh, it'll get you through your day uh, no matter where you are because it's one of the best tasting waters that you can buy on the planet first and foremost. Secondly, it's not a plastic bottle that's going to be thrown into the corners of the earth and never come back again. This is pure aluminum, American-made aluminum right here. It is uh, not that that matters anyway. I mean, but sure, I don't even know if that's true. Sorry if I just lied to you. But... Uh, it this, is aluminum, though. It is aluminum, and uh, it is one of the most badass cans on the planet because we're here at the bar, and we're just hanging out like it's beer, like it's an energy drink, like it's nothing nothing else. It's just uh, just part of the scene, and that's why we love them so much. Uh, it's in my fridge. It's at Last Out Media Studios. It is one of the best cans in the land. Liquid Death. Uh, go uh, help us at liquiddeath.com slash bell, and you get free shipping on all of the cases of Liquid Death that you order. I am sure that there's going to be Plenty of uh, plenty more ordering going on as uh, the next couple of weeks here are uh, are really exciting. Not only for that, but 
Um, we've we've talked about Miles a little bit here. We've talked about, you know, certainly where we think they're they have to just keep going with this running game and hope for the best when it comes to passing concepts with Jalen Hurts and they re really can't fix that. The one thing I will say though is they did go uh, to Dallas early. And then they just kind of went went away from from a lot of that. As they do every week, they go to Devontae, and then they go they pull him away from that. It's just they want to establish that run game rhythm so badly first that it's not even it seems like it's not even important to get the guy who just paid fifty plus million dollars to get involved in the second half of the game or whatever it is there. So, uh, I I just I'm not I'm not overly sure where uh, where uh, there we go there we go Bobby Dubs showing me it's me and Jalen Hurts already. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just interesting that they get that when they get so off schedule, whether that's Nick Sirianni or that's Jalen Hurts, it's just it turns into a circus for about ten minutes, and you just got to control the circus. And if it, if it ends up being okay, then you get out of there with a win. That's basically been their mo so far. Well, yeah, it's I mean that's the problem when you're not rounded at all because the Saints knew they had to stop the run, and they did eventually late in the game when they were trying to get back into that one and did get back into that one. They stopped the run, and it was like, all right, what are we going to do? And they couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dallas Goddard was dropping the balls that they were throwing, but then otherwise, like, they don't have – they have no passing identity. Yeah. It's really – now it's getting picky, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, Well, they, they don't. They don't have it. So yeah. that's the goal now for the rest of the season. You yeah. got all these weeks. You know the running game's good. You keep leaning into that. That's your base for everything. How can you develop the passing game? What does that look like? How do you emphasize Devontae Smith more? It's really how do you get more out of Smith and Goddard is yep. the whole question. That's what they got to do, and they got to – if it's Kenny Gainwell, if it's Boston Scott, somebody has to catch the ball out of the backfield too because they don't have that element. I mean, those guys catch a shockingly low amount of passes. Yeah, yeah almost zero today, in fact, right? I don't think there was any targets to Jordan Howard, to Miles Sanders, or to Boston Scott in the passing game. Yeah, maybe – well, <laughs> Sanders had that one target down the field. Yeah, that oh, right. one down That's the right. sideline. That's right. And and he wasn't able to bring it in. It was a great defensive play. But outside of that, I mean, yeah, just a basic like, hey, let me get the snap, swing pass. You know, like you don't <laughs> exactly. see those. Nope. They, they don't happen. Not not in that that rhythm like West Coast offense, which you're kind of used to seeing, maybe with Donovan or whoever from the past. Um, oh wait, speaking of the passing offense, can we do this for a second? Oh yes, please. J.J. Ortega Whiteside, baby. <laughs> He's, He's off the back. schneid. He is back. 100% off the schneid. He's wide receiver two officially. Uh, He's with his He's one target yes. and one catch. What a play, though. That was the guy. I mean, think about where this game was. J.J. Ortega Whiteside saved this offense and avoided disaster. If he doesn't convert that play, you're looking at another punt. You're looking at more misery. Like, all the momentum is just gone. It had been gone, and it wasn't coming back. But he gets that, converts it. Eagles run all the clock out. Like, that was the game there. But, man, J.J. showing yeah, up. Man. It just, wow. I uh, forget who tweeted it out, but it was something along the lines of Nick Sirianni waited nine weeks to finally, like, unveil the old six-yard six button hook <laughs> to sit and wait for, for J.J. just completely uncovered. Totally surprised, and yes, if you are wondering, this is the start of his comeback. Thank you for asking. So we just need 64 more receptions, and then I can go get that tattoo of Jay John's mom on my back somewhere. And, uh, and we're we'll so be, close. <laughs> we'll be well, well along the way. Um, uh, oh, oh, you're saying that, that it's time for that? Well, that's uh, Barney's calling for the blonde hair, and that's what I promised Jason Kelsey. If you just won two games in a row, and it finally took to this, I'll leave it up to you guys on the pod two and five five zero nine fifty eight thirty three on the live stream. Does this qualify 
as me having to dye my hair blonde now and getting fully on board. And like after this podcast, it's all positivity. I'm I'm totally down to do that because I'm honestly tired of nitpicking all this stuff. The Eagles just make it so easy to do, and I'm not I'm done nitpicking for now because I want to flip sides, Vince. I want to go to the defense, and I mean really, I this. Dubs kept uh, deeming this like the the coming out party for Jonathan Gannon. I don't know if that's necessarily what we saw today. Just uh, just bad uh, Trevor Simeon getting abused left and right, and outside of a Miles Sanders fumble, I, this this probably is not a game, honestly, no. at any point in the time. But um, I, I think people feel enthused about uh, the defense. You have to be since Darius Slay with the pick six, a huge pick six, uh, and we're still. Uh, Still wondering about uh, what, how long he's going to be out here for, too. Was tweeting from the locker room rather healthily, though, right? While the game was still going on. So okay. Must be doing somewhat well. Uh, but uh, Jonathan Gannon, your thoughts on this one? I, I felt like he coached a, a really good game. I thought using Alex Singleton on, on pressures, uh, they got home. Overall, uh, I think this is uh, part of what you were supposed to see with that top ten defense, right? <laughs> yeah, no, they, whatever I mean, it was supposed to be. Early in this game, they were dominant. They they were causing all sorts of trouble. Run game, pass game, they were just getting all over Simeon. Simeon was making some pretty good plays with his legs and whatever, but they did force him into some bad throws. And guys like T.J. Edwards, who unbelievable game today. of his career. I mean, honestly, watching that game a little bit, especially late once he forced the fumble, I thought about Jordan Hicks a little bit. I mean, it was mm. the it was the first time I felt like an athletic linebacker was going around making big plays, really impacting the game. It's been a while, yeah. So to see that, like Nigel Bradham kind of did it, but all the same, uh, it was awesome to see that from Edwards, who didn't even start for most of the season. Oh, yeah. So to finally get him in there, he's getting more comfortable. He's making big plays. Yep. Davion Taylor started this game but was out uh, uh, with the knee. Uh, Sean Bradley goes out with a knee as well. I yeah. believe in this one too. So they were. It was really thin at linebacker. Alex Singleton actually um, has to come back in and start. Like you said, I, I, I hardly noticed him outside of that, though. There was no, like, for all the complaints about the linebackers this year, they, I think, have really found their voice in the last three weeks, and maybe that is credit to Jonathan Gannon and... Time to start tipping your hat at least a little bit here. Yeah, making adjustments that work. You, you can't get mad at him for it, right? He's sending more pressure. Yep. He's changed up the linebackers. The team's playing better. It, it's just playing better. So the defensive line, to be as disruptive as they were for most of this game, it's a great thing to see. That's what you're supposed to do. You're missing. They're missing three of their starting offensive linemen from the beginning of this year. So you got to go and dominate the game, and for the most part, they did. Later, they took their foot off the gas. There's no doubt about it. Definitely. Offense and defense both were like, yeah, we got They this. were licking lollipops there for like yeah. 10 minutes. They're like, so where do you want to go to dinner tonight? You know, so I'm like. I'm thinking Ruth's Chris. Yeah. Like Is that, that still around? I don't uh, even know if I just said that. Del Frisco's is what I should have said. Yeah. Uh, I could have you down at the parish if you want to oh, come okay. by. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's mostly wafers and wine. It's, it's delicious. Oh, wafers and wine. All right. Yeah. That's fine. It's, it's I'm pretty, down for that. It's pretty tasty. You it's didn't mostly know, wine. Uh, Vince has been in a priest costume. I don't know if we've established that in the post-game pod at all, but yeah, he's been in a priest costume the entire time. So, ooh, communion bread? Yeah, yeah. that's in there. Absolutely. Some uh, stale uh, refried beans from like 2018 uh, probably in there as well. Uh, very yeah, very exciting. No, nothing more religious than <laughs> refried beans. Yeah. You know, could you imagine if you were going to church and they served everyone refried beans at like 9 in the morning? Yeah, I'd love it. That'd like, be my favorite church to go to. I honestly. think more people would go to church if that was the case. But anyway, uh, looking at, at where the defense went, yeah, like Gannon's figuring some things out. He is changing a little bit. He gets some credit for that. The same way Sirianni has made some changes. So yeah. the team's getting better. It's just how much better can they get? You know, it's about it's not about Hurts getting better and growing, but it's the whole thing 
growing. And like, there's so much youth, there's it, so much like potential. A symbiotic unit. Is yes, what saying. Like, it's, it's all just kind of like because it all it all does matter, right? When yeah. you don't have wide receivers and you've got an inexperienced play caller, an inexperienced quarterback, offense is going to just shit out from time to time. It just is yep. because they don't. They're you don't have guys to bail you out. You don't have that experience, so they're dealing with that kind of stuff. Coaching, scheme, all those things, that's what gets you out of it. Does Sirianni learn that stuff? Red zone, not exactly, kind of, sort of, you know? So <laughs> yeah, not a, today. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of stuff to learn and grow with still. But right now, you just won the biggest game of the season. Yep. And you're walking downhill the rest of the way. You're going to be in the playoffs if you handle your business. And they will. And they, uh, this team is no doubt about going to the playoffs. Like, I feel very confident in that, no matter how much they run or how much they pass. And here's the stat of the day. It's from E.J. Smith over at the Inquirer. My goodness. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside's 23-yard, one 23-yard one catch is more than Jalen Rager has combined in the last four games. Get him off the field. Bench Jalen Rager. Deactivate him. Deactivate him immediately. Kenny Gainwell gets all his snaps and consider benching Miles Sanders next game as well. That's what I would do. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> or it's probably a dumb idea because you want to get Miles back on course, and the next three or four games should be very, very confident driving home for that. But like, man, oh man, just I, the it, it just goes to show you how Frankenstein this roster really is. You know, at the beginning of the year, I'm thinking, oh, it's vets and there's these young rookies and all that, but it's really just like this previous draft class is killing it. 2018's draft class is killing it, and everything in between is either good veterans or just. I don't know, a bunch of wild cards. Like, I, I think a clown car could come out at any time and be like, I'm playing well. No, I'm not. You know, yeah. like, it's it just kind of has that vibe. And where the Eagles are just in in half, and my goodness, I'm, I'm loving this, is uh, the Cowboys have no answer for the Chiefs' offense. Uh, Chiefs are up 9 to nothing right now. I'm sure that'll last. Uh, wink, wink. I don't know. By the end of the podcast, we'll, we'll uh, might regret some of this. But um, I don't know. It just it, – it, that – second half of playoff teams in this wild card it is night and day anyway so who really cares at the end of the day is what i'm saying like yeah they're not going to be perfect and uh, they're going to be that that five and six five and five team that everybody else is between minnesota between the saints let's just go have some fun who knows what happens once you get into the playoffs you know there's no super bowl in front of them uh but i do really expect this team to get into the playoffs and i'm praying that you you play the dallas cowboys once yeah, that's all I want out of this year. That's it. That is it. If you can go beat the Cowboys, my season's complete. Because then you can build on that from there on, and then yeah. I can go convince this guy to not go get Russell Wilson and build around Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll listen then. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> good, but good luck. Good luck is all I got to say. Yeah. For now, yeah, it's it's keep winning these games, get in the playoffs, and we'll see how they look. I mean, Jalen Hurts is built to be a playoff guy. He's not going to get in the moment and crumble. No. You know, so to see him get that run that he had at the end of this game, just a beautiful thing. Yes. That run at the end was just masterful, man. So speaking of that, is that T D just happened? All right, so well, we'll see him in the playoffs. We're kind of uh, we're willing it, willing it all into the air uh, from uh, from our newsletter and from your ears to uh, well, well, no, your our mouse to your ears is what I meant to say. The great Bobby Dubs is still here with us as we're uh, we're going to wrap up the post game here shortly. But yeah. um, between all this uh, here, Dubs, what biggest takeaway for you? I mean, we've gone through. Miles Sanders, we've gone through Jonathan Gannon and the, the coming out party. What do you expect this team to do now as it's got its eye on the playoffs? Is it going to be more the same, or is this going to get tightened up as you go along? I think this is – I mean, I think this was – this is actually a great way to win a game. 
Heaven being punched in the mouth in the second half. Heaven having to doubt yourself and then gut out one where you get a drive when you need a drive. That's going to go a long way to build the mental stability of yep. this team going forward. I'm happy with Austin and I think there's only good things in greener pastures going ahead. I think this right here is something Nick Sirianni's going to take the build on going, when I need a drive, when I need to put it together to shut the door on somebody, I can do so. Jonathan Gannon's got confidence. Look, and unless I'm facing somebody that's all world, I can take it to him, and I mm -hmm. will. This right here is one of those wins that gives you confidence in so many different areas going forward, and I think they're going to be – they're gonna be pretty good down this stretch. I hope you wouldn't right, be man. you wouldn't be surprised. I'm telling you, if they rattle off five out of the seven games they got left, they get victories in. And you're looking at a team that wins ten games. I love that. I, I man, because then we're right on. We're pretty much right on course. Then <laughs> everything's just gone totally according to plan. All of it. It's we nailed every I, single. All second. I know ten is, wins. Don't look at the process. Yeah, exactly. don't worry about it. If they go six and one, look at this. We thought John Barger was insane for saying they'd win 11 games. It is in front of you. It is in front of you, Philadelphia right Eagles fans. He looks like a genius. Six wins. That's <laughs> Six all you out need. of seven. Six out of and seven, he's baby. right. <laughs> and he's done it. I don't know and about that. And that is literally. Uh, he could have been further off with his J.J. Ortega Whiteside oh, yes. tattoo. Yes. He's got one catch after you said well, he. Well, I just He got 60. I just said if he gives me that, I'll get the tattoo. I wasn't <laughs> expecting it just first and foremost. I was just trying to, like, put some goodwill uh, into it. Not into a change. Job. Not it even close. Didn't happen. But, um, yeah, I uh, that man, I didn't even think about that. They could still have 11 wins, Vince Quinn. <laughs> 11 wins. <laughs> it's so dumb. Isn't, Isn't that it the so dumbest dumb? thing in the world? It's, it's insane. So it's insane. It's so great and it's so dumb. They How really were able to battle through the tough part of their schedule to come out on the other side and have everything in front of them. It's That's why you love this game. You love to see it. That's right. It still feels like the pandemic is here a little <laughs> bit almost with this football season, right? This this is. I still think we're going to get one forfeit this season. We're going to get one forfeit. <laughs> forfeit. <laughs> we're dangerously close uh, to, to a couple of. Can we talk about the rest of the league real quick and then we'll get out of here? Uh, Carson Wentz in the Colts, absolutely ripping apart the Bills. Yeah, North that 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 was not that was not what we what we wanted. <laughs> Did not go to plan. Yikes! Jesus! At least I, he's gonna keep his job. We know he's gonna keep his yeah. job. So we're gonna get his pick. We're gonna get the pick, and it's gonna be a first round pick. Now we have to see where where in the first round it's gonna go. Yeah, we're two but weeks away. We are away. gonna get that pick. Two weeks away. Two weeks away, baby. So week thirteen, it. we're almost there. That's all we need is Carson Wentz just to not get benched, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. It's working out beautifully. Um, Miami and the Jets, a little bit back and forth there, uh, but unfortunately, I believe the Dolphins prevailed. Yeah, yeah, they did win that game. They did win. But uh, so that that kind of stinks. The picks picks are still kind of looking not so top tenny at this point in time, yeah. or top fivey. Yeah, uh, but. Um, Kind of what we said in the in the long run here, Vince Quinn. That's why you just rush for the playoffs, hope for the best. And look, if this ends up becoming a running team for the first time since 1950, oh, wow. then I'm on board. But in, but uh, but I, I I'm I'm just gonna enjoy the rest from here on out. So, literally, this is the last time any nitpicking, complaining, or whatever is coming out of my mouth. Yeah, you better for bookmark the next that. Seven weeks. You better bookmark that. The next yeah. seven weeks. Yeah, good luck. Write that one All down. positivity. I don't care what yeah. happens from here on out. I told you, you got to beat the Saints. You got to win. Swears, back -back. ladies and <laughs> And I promise to shut my mouth and be the most annoying, optimistic person in the world, which is what you are going to get. 
Uh, Vince Quinn, any final thoughts before we exit the Henry James Saloon here and head back to Last Out Media Studios? I mean, this was an absolutely wild, ridiculous game. It was fun to be up as big as they were early, and as ugly as it was at the end, they did what they needed to do. They showed they, they, some fortitude. I'm proud of them. Yeah, they beat a ter uh, terribly injured team. They did it at home. They needed the home win. You're on your way to getting a playoff spot. This is what it's all about. I hope they're enjoying it. Me too. Bobby Dubs, any final thoughts before we roll out of here? Uh, I'm just I'm just confident in what this team can do going forward. I'm worried about the injury somewhat. Some of them, you know, they might not be that serious, so yeah. that's okay. But I'm just – I'm excited of what this team can do going forward with everything in front of them, playing some teams that are ripe for the pick-in. Like I said, they're going to be teams that they can beat. You got Jonathan Gannon. I know he's probably pumped up about this. This is his showcase mm -hmm. to show you he can, you know, put together great defense. He's being confident in his choices. He's bringing pressure. He's got the linebackers involved. They're getting picks and fumble recoveries and all types of nonsense. <laughs> like, like this, this is what you wanted. This yep. is what you wanted. We had to we had to go through some turmoil, go through some rough patches, but this is the team that we thought they had. They had some talent and spaces. Uh, I'm excited going forward. Uh, me too. Well, mostly excited going mostly forward. Excited. Mostly excited going forward. <laughs> Kyle Bennett, any uh, any final thoughts as uh, as we leave the post game at Henry James? No more raging. Playoff run starts now. <laughs> That's no all more, that matters. No more scorching the uh, the earth the next time they do that. All right, let's get Barney in here. Barney, Barney your final thoughts. Barney, what do we got? Uh, what are we looking forward to now? Uh, we're looking forward to more of the same. Hopefully, we can keep running the ball, keep applying the pressure we did in the first half, and honestly, not do what we did in the second half and just like take our foot off the gas and kind of be all pessimistic on defense. It's like, dude, you got to keep going. You got to keep like, I'm just saying, be more aggressive. You know, I like it. That's what I want to say, so. more, uh, more aggressiveness, uh, more uh, more fuel, more liquid death, uh, whatever you need. The playoff run starts now, and it's time to start getting fired up. We should start having pep rallies at the Henry James Saloon and a yeah. whole bunch of oh, other yeah. stuff. Uh, you know, Sundays at like 9 a.m. We, we should just get loud <laughs> and obnoxious, and it's uh, pretty much what we do. So uh, you guys should come on board. Uh, and uh, can't wait for this playoff run to start. We'll see you Tuesday with lots of takes. Probably break this down even more. Go Special Chiefs, shakes, go. The Eagles Nation. Thank you all guys for joining us today. Absolutely. Eagles Nation worldwide on Facebook. It was a great time with you. Thank you to everyone subscribing on YouTube, hitting that follow button on uh, Twitch and everywhere else on social at Bell and the Bird. Text us anytime, 215-509-5833. Until then, we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. See ya.